This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo. And we uh, cruise right in to another day of almost rain and almost stuff and kind CTs. of a thing. Yeah, yeah. They got that. Big time CTs last night, so... Didn't get anything. I was watching it all around the valley. I'm sitting on a patio, enjoying a dinner at base, going, it's gonna, we're going to get something. Nope, nothing. So maybe maybe later today. Got zero. We got tons of wind. Got nothing. Enough to screw up my allergies. Yeah. Smelled like rain <laughs> and nothing. That's it. You just screwed up the car. You know? Yeah, your car and your yeah. nose take the beating. I got no wind. We got nothing. Just watch the dust out in the yep. East Valley. I'm like, ah, oh, here we go. Something. Nothing. So maybe we'll get something soon. It's we're due. It's oh, yeah. that moment in the summer where you're like, I want one now. I want some rain. It's nice because when the, the monsoon started, we're not waiting too much longer. We are getting teased. Well, I still I never understood that, but the city always schedules the monsoon on June yep. 15th. It's like the monsoon knows. June oh, yeah. 15th. Don't go messing around before that and start showing up a little bit after. But uh, the door isn't open until then. Sure enough, showed up like on the 15th. Like, hey, yeah. guys, you were right. It's pretty impressive. Uh, it's, uh, I had the craziest thing yesterday. I was talking to a friend of mine. I, uh, he, he got a call. If I can explain this right. He got a call. And, and, and this is another episode of what the f*** is going on? Got a call. For, his daughter's like 15. I don't know. Gets a call from his, uh, daughter who says that we have to sit and talk to my friend and her mom and a couple other moms today. So they set up this zoom or whatever. And the daughter uh, of this one lady is on the Zoom with her mom, three other moms, uh, this guy and his wife, and their daughter, my friend and his wife, are on the thing. They called to say they don't like, and they would like it stopped, that their daughter would stop calling one of the girls their best friend. We talked about this a little bit ago, that they'd kind of banned the words best friend in a lot of schools. 
So they, the moms called and said it diminishes the other kids. It makes it makes our daughters feel worthless and devalued. That your daughter keeps that calling. They're not a bestie. Yeah, that your daughter keeps calling this girl in the clique the best friend. And uh, we'd like it stopped, or we're going to say we can't hang out. You know, we're not going to include her in anything. Good. Can we get an agreement of some sort? That I wrote one of the things he said down because it was just craziness. It said, uh, it's making the girls uncomfortable. One mom that organized the call said it's, uh, it's her belief that it limits the daughters other than hers and makes other kids less likely to want to interact. <laughs> it hurts self-esteem. So she's essentially breaking up with her daughter's best friend and said things needed to change from labeling best. Oh, that was the thing. At the end, uh, he said, uh, she said, there's no reason to rank people best to worst, and you as a father should be doing a better job. And I'm like, how did you not just drive over there and take a swing at this woman? Yeah, I had to reach uh, right through the phone. And, and her out. we're literally at a point in life, literally, at a point in life, <laughs> we're saying uh, best friend is offensive? Well, oh, my God. And this kid, and their kid, to be fair, isn't like the most social animal in the world. Uh, she's not a, uh, uh, and by you know, they, I'm not saying that to be mean. Her parents said it. You know, like she's kind of awkward and a little. So she's really happy she's got this one super friend. She doesn't like have a ton of. She's not super outgoing. She's a certain friends you can open up to more than others. You have best friends. Yeah, like it makes sense that you would have a friend you had that you lean on the most. You can have multiple best friends, but everybody's kind of got that one. You're like, this is uh, this is the friend for life, or this is the bestie. Kind of. I don't understand that. So he's like, he's talking to me. He goes, "You're gonna love this," and he goes, and he he gave me names, and he's like, "But flame them." So my daughter's never hanging out with him again. See, that's the thing. Now they've created a animosity between the kids of feeling like they have to walk on eggshells because one kid said, "You're my best friend," in front of the others, and some other kid ran home. Thank you. She's best friends with this one. Really hard not to say names. <laughs> She's best friends with this one, and that makes me worst friend. Because we've taught everybody no nuance, no middle, no nothing in between. You, If you're not the best friend, you must be the worst friend. So the other kids ran home, told their moms. Those moms called this mom. And this mom's like, oh, my daughter's so amazing. I should probably call and temper the amazement with the other kids. I know Alicia's unbelievable. But we can't call her best friend because the other kids aren't as good. Jesus. They're butthurt. I know. Could you imagine? I can't imagine what Dan would have done with that. You get a call that says, uh, Mr. Holmberg, your, your son keeps calling my son best friend, and that makes other kids uncomfortable. I'm like, my dad would be like, are you going to waste my time with this? Are we done here? Are we? I, I have a job, and like I have to pay bills, and so I don't have time for this. Well, it's really making the other kids feel bad. All right, well, they need to, uh, I guess the phrase would be... Uh, Toughen up, Buttercup. Uh, go f*** yourself. See you later. I, you know, on uh, paper, and to be able to, to instruct the kids, look, you're going to have friends. I want you to tell you one thing. All your friends are even. <laughs> That's what they're doing. And then Megan went to And a, by the way, no favors for, you know, if you do one favor for them. Another. Uh, you do them from all. In a, in a subplot to yesterday's, what the f*** is going on? Uh, Megan went to a bookstore for a little while yesterday and then uh, called and said, everybody who works here is trans. And she goes, it's interesting. 
Like, I'm fascinated by it. I'm like, yeah. Did you and go? She, no, I was dying to go. I had something else going <laughs> she on. She wouldn't let you, I'm sure. Uh, no, she would have. Uh, I would have okay. like, I got to get down the street. There's a new bookstore at the Biltmore? No, no oh. it's not at the Biltmore. The Biltmore's not trends. The Biltmore's an old Republican now. That is not a place where young, hip people hang out. The Biltmore would not tolerate trends very much. It would look and point. It's, it's just, it, the Biltmore has made a massive uh, demographic change from being cool place to hang out to uh, 50-year-olds looking around going, what the hell's that? Twinks! Like the L.A. Fitness, full of gay. Full of gay. Or whatever You're telling that, me the Williams-Sonoma sells Trump flags? The, the, you know what? They, the they do really well there. They, they have a K-Momo now. They're, like it's a weird 45-year-old. Like that's as urban as it gets. So uh, she taped. Um, she taped uh, the. Con- All they did was go, "Girl, why are you looking so pretty today?" Ooh! And they're all employees here, and the one lady's just trying to get her bill on the thing. It's just like, "Ooh, you wear black every day. I'm gonna do everybody's makeup here." Oh, you look. You got to stop being so gorgeous. I'm like, do they have conversations, or are they just uh, stereotypical characters? Out on, on the town. And I'm like, did they have conversations with you? Megan said, no. All they did was walk by the other one and go, that pink is booming off your face, girl. Woo! And it's boys. It's men. It's guys and dressed up like girls. We should take a field trip to oh, We got to go. We Let's gotta go. go. I, so I'll, uh, trust me. I go, I go near that place quite a bit. I had no idea. <laughs> but she said it was hilarious because there's like people just sitting there going, okay, thank you. Can I have my bill? Woo! Baby, you looking sharp. You worked that freak flag. <laughs> and Megan's like, all the lady wanted was her bill. And she couldn't get like, it was a, it was like somebody was on autopilot, trends autopilot of, you know, <laughs> I can't stop saying the catchphrases. And I said, you need to just do like I'm doing all the time and just look around and out loud say, what the f*** going on? <laughs> just be normal people. You, you want everybody to act like everything's normal and then you do that? It's craziness. The whole place has gone bananas. And I, I, for one, am enjoying the hell out of it. The more bananas, the better. But I, I have to ask, what the f*** is going on? Woo, you look beautiful, baby. Why don't you stop being so hot? What's going on? What's going on? The employees are over-complimentary of each other. Quite loud about it. And they're all just, like, thrilled to be alive. And they're very, and that's a nice thing, I suppose, but... You have to be conversational, too. I guess if you feel good about buying a book after, you know, was that a pleasant experience? They weren't buying the books. They were the employees. I know, but I'm talking about the customers. If they're if you're buying a book and somebody won't stop complimenting the people behind the thing and all you want to do is check out, it's really f***ing annoying. <laughs> the entertainment, okay, enough. If I saw a waitress holding my pizza, talking to another employee, going, oh, girl, those shoes, bam, woo, you look beautiful. I'm just like, there's my, she's got our pizza. Oh, you better stop looking so hot. I'm like, speaking of hot, that's not going to get hotter the longer you stand there and compliment. Bring it on over, sister. I, can't. I just want to buy The Shining and get out of here. <laughs> I just, just want to buy a, a book called, uh, what is this? Uh, uh, something of this, The Tina Brandon Story. It's a movie. That, I guess they made a movie with uh, Hillary Swank. It's about a boy who dresses like a girl who dresses like a boy. Anyway, you guys relate. Us and them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Dad, does this look good on me? No, son, it's a dress. I'd like to buy this. So when Megan walked in, did it sound a little bit like this? Oh, no. Go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna, oh. you up. There we go. Yeah, it was that. <laughs> Come on, girl! Yeah, it was like RuPaul's Drag Race broke out. And all you want to do is read. It's a bookstore. Shut up. I can't.
can't read. Yeah, and this library has gone nuts with dicks and dresses. <laughs> Will you please tuck your dicks? I mean, shut your mouths. It's it's another episode. We gotta of go. What the f- is going on? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But it was funny, and she's like, "I'm not." It's like it doesn't make you mad. It's just weird. Like, there's no conversation. There's no like. Uh, like they're over exaggerating. It's it. completely I mean, just- the opposite of what they're asking for. Uh, it's just a complete inclusion and normalcy. And then it's like, okay, are we filming a reality show? You guys are <laughs> going to do you're going your makeup so over the top. One day I'm gonna come here. We're gonna do. I'm gonna do all y'all's makeup. You bitches are gonna look so fine. Can I have my bill, please? Excuse me, Rue. Yeah, pardon me. <laughs> Holmes? <laughs> yeah. Smram? Uh, so, yeah, I was laughing my ass off. because Look I, here, he's going to buy himself some Spider-Man. <laughs> Ooh, he <laughs> announced every book. Comic books. <laughs> Ooh. Tell me one thing. What's that? Jesus Christ. How you looking so pretty today? I'm not. Just buying a goddamn book. People are very complimentary now. Knock it off. Yeah, and I'm like, on the heels of that, you got the other thing, the mom's calling saying, best friends? I don't think so. That's offensive. Like, if best friend's offensive, just shut the store down. The whole thing's over. I don't want my daughter being anyone's best friend. That limits her options. No, it doesn't. She doesn't have to lock in. It's not a contract. You can still hate her tomorrow. That's what all girls end up doing. Girls have friends for like a year, and then they don't. I grew up with a sister. Every year, we had a friend. That would come by a lot and then stop coming by. And then yeah. like a couple years later, that friend would come back. Like girls never get along for long periods of time. They usually have one really good friend through life. Most adult women have like a friend. I've noticed that. Like they have friends. Hmm. And then like one friend they like. The rest of them are people that come over and then they bitch about them when they leave. That's pretty much how it is. <laughs> I mean, Medea probably doesn't have like a load of friends that are popping by. Like, no. 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 no Ronnie. No, probably not. There's like a couple people. Got to have one go-to. Though. You got to well, go. Yeah, there's to always pal. the go. Yeah. There's always the one. Yep, and that's it. The best friend. You can't eliminate best friends from girls because you'll eliminate all their friends. They only have the one friend. They're very. Uh, hmm, how do you say it without offending them? Catty bitches. They don't get <laughs> along real well. That's why they're called cats. Cats sometimes don't get along, and they hiss and throw. You know, guys usually have like ten dudes at the ready that we could either golf with. You know, we can fill a card real fast with like four or five guys. Nah. Nah, One of your friends can bring a friend. It's yeah. fine. But that's like, yeah, and you can say I mean, like, like on outings or like that or whatever, get together. You sure. always had a group of friends. I'm like, oh, bring them a- Anything oh, to yeah, fill the fine. foursome so right. I don't have to meet new people. That's fine. I'll meet you. I'll meet a proxy, but I'm not going to meet some brand new guy. I got a fourth open. Uh, I'll call Steve. Doesn't Steve owe you money? Yeah, yeah it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I would never go out with Steve again. I know, I know you're a girl. But <laughs> I've, I've, I learned that when I worked at Tony Roma's watching women try to uh, sort out the bill. 
Never, ever, ever is. And maybe now in the world of trans and all this, you know, gender changing stuff, that's changed a little bit. But back then it was like if there were six women at a table, none, never once did one of them ever go, all right, that's enough. I'll pay. Just to get past the whole, you had an iced tea that's $1.29. I had water. They'll fight over a buck and a quarter about who's paying what and who got away with this. You had a salad. I, I didn't even eat. Oh, God, just cover the bill already. It's 15 minutes of your life you're wasting. Medea and then they leave and get you mad at each other. Medea went to like a, a bridal shower, and they all went to eat and all that. And they were they were doing the exact same oh. thing. She comes home. These, she's like, these bitches, I just covered all eight of them. <laughs> right. I don't even know half of them. Right. I'm just, I don't care. I'm not sitting there for 20 yeah. minutes while you decide who had soda and who had water. It's a buck and a half. Yeah. Settle down. Well, she gets away with that every time. Good. Stop asking her to lunch. Well, I'd like her. <laughs> I don't think you do. <laughs> It's crazy. Well, she's not my best friend, but she's my best friend's friend. Ugh. No more best friends, and at least uh, at least for summer at this house. It was great. It was a hilarious story. And I I asked him, I'm like, what did you and your wife do? And he said, we were just like, okay, we'll talk to her about this. I and I'm like, you didn't say anything about how ridiculous it was. He goes, no, because because it would have caused a massive storm in their world, and uh, the one mom leading it has like no man in her life at all it's just shocking it well right and that's what i kind of told them the same thing oh my goodness really she lives alone with these rules and it's because and that's like the this pollyanna world is starting to exist because there's no dude there to go that's not how things work and it, and it's a better world like the mom world is the better world everything uh, gets healed yeah. everybody's good you're great at what you did your effort was enough even though it sucked it was you tried real hard Dads come in and go, that's yeah, kind of embarrassing out there. You need to try harder. It's called practice. You need to work harder. You need to be better. I've, mom said I did good. That's what moms do. Everything will be all right, honey. Don't worry. Your dad's just a little angry from work. Yeah, but he said I need to try harder. You did just enough, doll. And without a dad there, that kid feels like everything's fine. I don't care that in the middle of the basketball game you just quit and left. That was an, you had had enough. Yeah, yeah. Well, now you see uh, the softening of that in general on both sides. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if that best friend conversation came around and there's more moms and dads involved. Mm -hmm. We both agree. Because you want the best for your kids. Oh, yeah, And it's just over above the – and you don't want them to – How's that the best, though? It's not. That's a funny thing. You're eliminating the word best from best friend, but you want the best for your kids. Exactly. It's it's stupid. And I think over and above that, it's uh, the part of numbing your kids in a way. You don't want them to go through these emotional experiences. Down the middle. Yeah. There's no highs and lows. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Heartbreak. Yeah. How about just instead of analyzing it deeply, we call it what it is, which is really f- dumb. And then dads say that on the call that they're getting. This is dumb. Ma'am, you're wasting my time. My daughter can call your daughter best friend. If your daughter can't handle that, she's a fragile little egg and life's going to kick her right in the t- and you're going to be doomed for life. So enjoy your victim because you're creating a good one there. And when her boyfriend impregnates her when she's 15 and abortion's illegal, you'll see how this works out. Bye. Click. Boop. That's why I miss the dial tone so much is that there's no more like ending a conversation with an authoritative noise. Slamming it down. And then they're sitting there listening to a dial tone. Now it's that. You can't be mad at the 
the button, the red button that hangs up. There's no that's what uh, iPhone needs to invent the. There's the green button for answering, the red button for uh, hanging up, and then the one that's just a cacophony of a nightmarish angry hang up, where you hit it and it just goes. An immediate dial tone. Oh, that's brilliant, actually. It's a great idea to have on your phone. Go, I don't want to do it. And it would be funny for friends to be like, all right, that's enough of you, Brett. <laughs> I'd laugh. Oh, I'd, yeah, I'd, of course I'd you would. It would be hilarious. Like, I hangs up on me every time. <laughs> and, and now you don't even know if the phone cut out because he went by Camelback Mountain or if he was angry and hung up on yeah. you. That's why you need the, the thing to let you know. The, the, buddy, the Bunny even... Rich, the, the Tommy Lee drum solo before the phone hits the thing. <laughs> on the floor, gets picked up. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like the old man getting pissed off in uh, a Christmas story. Yeah, grousing around about the fuses. <laughs> yeah, it's great, but it's a it's a weird world, and we're in it. But when he he called me and he's like, "I want you to flame this woman. This is her name." I want, I'm like, "Why didn't you do it?" And he goes, "And and he's telling me he didn't want to cause a crap storm." You go on the air with this tomorrow, and you say her name, and I'm like, no, <laughs> none of that's gonna occur. No, I want, I want her name. I mean, we talked about it. We're, my wife's cool with it. Uh, here's where she lives. They're in Scottsdale. That's as far as I'll go. They're over in Scottsdale. I want this. Wow, that's a lot of. It's a lot. It's a lot. I could, I can narrow it down a little bit if you want. Northern Scottsdale. But yeah, a lot of those calls were made last night in Scottsdale. He's a doctor, so he was very like, well, okay. Like, he's just normal guy who's, I'm just getting from A and to B here. the kids here. weren't there, right? This was just the The parents. daughter was there. Not, so not, that was the only kid that was there. The phone calling daughter, not the receiving Not the one who's saying best friend. The one who's receiving best friend was sitting quietly. I, I guess it was a Zoom. That's what he told me. He's like, we all had a, con- I didn't, I assumed Zoom. I didn't say, it wasn't a conference call. So that's how people do things. And they set it up like a par- parental Zoom. My mom and dad wouldn't have done that either. Like, if my mom and dad were just transported, that's why I'm looking forward to Beavis and Butthead uh, do the universe this weekend. It's because they're being transported from 1992 to today. And it's going to be a whole show of what the Shock! f*** is going on, yeah. but they're just going to jerk off to their iPhones all the time. I have a feeling that's going to be. But my parents would have never been like, you know, the Burkharts, the Stebbings, the Comos, and the Begley's parents all want to have a Zoom call to talk about something. My mom went over to some kid's house once. It was the most embarrassing day ever because we were uh, play boxing. And here's one thing you don't do as a skinny sixth grader, skinny white sixth grader, play box with the black kid in eighth grade. <laughs> this guy was a beast. He was a natural. <laughs> he just took to it. So our Mexican friends, of course, had uh, boxing gloves. I think you're given at birth a well, pair yeah. of boxing gloves and you grow into it's them. Your, it's, it's a birthright. Birth, it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, yes, me. It's your birth. You get your diapers and your boxing gloves, and you know bandanas, boxing gloves, and tasselly uh, high tops. They all get it. <laughs> so uh, these kids across the street had all the boxing equipment. So we had it, and me and this kid uh, were playing around without the gloves, waiting our turn. And he laid one into my stomach, and I didn't know to clinch your stomach and always be aware. And I started to throw up yellow, like it was just like pretty immediate. My mom ran over to his house to tell him. Never again. There was no call to his mom. I think my mom threatened to beat him up herself. Like she, she, she should have lost the fight. That kid would have killed her. But like she ran to his house. I'm like, don't do it. But th- if there was a Zoom call, and parents would have got to, we can't have this. We just this is a oh so embarrassing. Just let them sort it out. Kids will sort that stuff out. 
And if your friend doesn't want to be best friends with you, she needs to say so, not have mom call. Because that's kind of the message I got. The nerdy friend, by admission of my own friend, and her daughter's a little bit weird. Uh, the other friend's like, don't go telling people we're best friends. It's creeping me out. And it's making other people think I like you. I keep you around because we've known each other since second grade. That's enough. You're the dork. Don't go telling the cool kids I'm your best friend. And eventually, they'll just drift away from her. Which is kind of what the dad said. He goes, I know my daughter's awkward and weird. She likes this girl. They're best friends. have known each other forever. And I'm like, oh. And they go to different schools now. I think that's the bigger thing. Oh, yeah. Is that they're just going, well, they're not going to be friends much longer. You watch, it's funny, um, when you're like watching Kirby and Friends and your experience growing up. Yeah. You kind of sit back and they, they got to experience this. Like, you could tell... Like I can tell one of her friends is it's almost like Breakfast Club. She hangs out with uh she's with Kirby, Kirby, yeah. but if a certain other group comes around. Oh, she's gone. Yeah, she'll yeah. go to that. And you gotta let her experience that. More than likely, the girl you're describing is a future smoke show. And is not. No, not yeah. really, because those are the ones that usually do that. Right. They're the real mean. Yeah, yeah, this is the one that, that hangs out with the future smoke oh, show. Oh, she's trying to be yes. a smoke show. Oh. Yep. So she's, she's in for a world of hurt. Yeah. She's the grenade. She's grenade in training. <laughs> you know, you should have a Zoom call and tell her parents, say, look, your grenade in training needs to be a little less dismissive of my kid. But you don't. let's be honest, you, she's you, not going to be the hot one. So You let them yeah, yeah, sure, sure. But, it, but imagine a Zoom call. Oh, yeah. It would, be it would happen on the other I know. side. I know. It's terrible. Stop Zoom calling each other and let your kids fight. <laughs> Whatever happened to that? Travis in California, got his parents got tired of the neighbor kid Billy picking on him. Mom locked him out of the house and through the window said, everybody fight. Travis, fight for this. You're tired of getting picked on? Fight back. And we fought, Damn. me, Billy, and another kid named Jason Crapel fought, uh, tra- beat the tar out of Travis the dork in his front yard. I didn't, I was nice. I open hand slapped and stuff. I didn't feel, I didn't feel I needed to hit him. Billy, uh-uh, Billy just bloodied him up in like two punches. It was terrible. Mom stood in the window and said, are we done now? Did you guys get it out of your system? I'm like, I think this is the wrong way to handle it, too. <laughs> we should have had Zoom back then. It would have been easier on uh, Travis. And it, well, it didn't do anything. Travis was still rotten at football and always tried to play in our games, and he was the worst one. We don't want you out here, Travis. Outcasts are outcasts, and they have to work harder to be in society. Not mom and dad will call and say, hang out with my kid. You got an outcast? I got to learn how to be an outcast. Travis was an outcast. And sometimes when you're socially awkward, you got to try harder. That's all. Okay. Brett knows. He's been sitting alone for 17 years in the middle of a <laughs> studio. He's like, he's got to try harder to be a social beast. Anyway, uh, anyway, if you've got kids that are weirdos, allow it. Uh, or just take them to that bookstore. Uh, they'll just be complimented all day long. And I think that's all you're asking for. Ooh, who's this little teen angel? Are you a girl? Yeah. Oh, I was just going to ask you about your dick, because everybody here dressed like a girl has a dick. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing in the world. But they are kind, I'll say that. <laughs> they sell three books a day. <laughs> they don't sell any books. There's a line outside the door. It's like gas in the 70s. It's just all the way down the road. What's going like, on oh, with what? this bookstore? Yeah, and that's all you hear. It's called What the F*** Going On Bookstore. What the f- is going on in there? I just want to buy a book. Ooh. Eat, pray, love. I read this. Oh, it made me hard as a rock, girl. Welcome to try to buy a book. <laughs> What's your plan today? 
Just trying to buy this goddamn book of here for two hours. <laughs> Woo! You look beautiful. How long you been a man? All right, stop it. <laughs> That's enough. Tell you what, it worked. They're good. <laughs> yeah, they're, I mean, I'm really happy. I feel good about myself when I leave because I get complimented and told I would be a beautiful woman. In fact, Billy's doing my makeup on Monday. But I just wanted a book. At least well, I tried an hour. <laughs> they got me. If I let you do my makeup, will you ring me up? Ooh! Why are you looking so damn pretty? Stop it! For Christ's sake, why do I come here? Self-esteem. <laughs> it does. It'll boost your self-esteem. And then you leave going, what the f*** is going on? <laughs> it's crazy. The world's gone bananas. Uh, let's get ourselves a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together because we're all best friends. It's 98KUPD. It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.